Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. And you probably are. And that's why we like you. I almost forgot that last part today, but we're going to continue on. We're not going to start on. Yeah, we're not going to. We're not going to start over. um, Because we have a very special episode today. And we say that all the time, but I feel like this is one. This is going to be one of my favorite episodes, not because I'm hyping it up so much, but because we get to talk to one of our great friends, Matt Porter of ADHD Whiskey. And we're stoked about it. And Matt's got a little bit of uh, the Lot 40 cast strength, specifically the third edition of that, and we're gonna drink that together today. We're gonna call it uh, Canadian Good Time tonight, or something like that. <laughs> we'll think about it later. Matt will probably think of a better name, but um, so yeah, I think that. Oh, before I get into anything else, I like to talk about the business. Uh, yeah, hit us up on Instagram. We say this all the time. Um, if you're on Instagram and you're following Chill Filtered, and you're thinking to yourself, how do I? reach out to these guys who they, they don't know who I am. They think I'm uh, some rando online that they don't want to talk to. No, we would like to talk Absolutely. to you. So hit us up. Yes. Yeah. We, we love you. We got we, nothing uh, and, better and to do. We got nothing better. We don't even have full-time jobs. <laughs> no, we do. But, um, but yeah, that's what, that's a one way to support us. It's just literally reach out, send us a message, write us a comment, uh, hit up our uh, what whiskey would you choose uh, posts and write in for some of those. It's always a good time. So, and then you'll get your name mentioned on the uh, podcast, likely. So um, that's the business for today. We're just going to start things straight up here. Uh, we like I mentioned, we have Matt Porter here, and before I even get to Robbie, and uh, yeah, before I get to Robbie, I'm going to send it to Matt and. Uh, you know, first of all, Matt, before I get to anything, what's your entry buzz today? I am drinking for my entry buzz because I was really nervous to come on with you <laughs> oh. guys. I listen to you every Friday. I listen, I listen, well, every Monday when I wake up in the morning, I bring my wife to work, and then me and the kids, we listen to the Chill Filter podcast nice. on the way back oh. home. And I, I was just, I was so nervous that I needed to start the night off right. So just decided that I was going to start the fires and light the tires with this light whiskey it's 147 proof obtainium Mm. light whiskey from cat's eye distillery and it is working my nerves are barely they're basically not even nerves that's that's light (laughs) captain crunch you got a good morning right there so how did i not Mm -hmm. know about cat's eye distillery and when i saw light whiskey i always thought like oh that's probably like 40 proof or something and i guess i was well mistaken on that 147 proof yeah, it's 14 years old. What? Basically, this this stuff is it's distilled at a really high a really high uh-huh. proof. Then they put it into used barrels, uh-huh. and most most of it's put into like Canadian whiskey and stuff. But some of it might have got accidentally aged for a long time, <laughs> and turns out it's really really good at casks. Okay, that's crazy. So it's it's not like it's not like bourbon because of the un, or the used bur- or barrels and stuff. But is it like yeah? Where is Cat's Eye based? I guess. Well, Cat's Eye Distilleries in Bettendorf, Iowa, okay. but this is MGP. It's 14-year MGP oh, light whiskey. That's legit. So I need to get my hands on yeah, one it's, of those. It's, huh. you, yeah, you, you guys need so, it for sure. W- Matt, where are you based out of right now? I know you moved recently. What state are you in? We move all over the place. My wife's oh, a travel okay. nurse. So we're originally from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, nice. like Marquette, no Michigan way. area. Yeah, right now we're in, but we're in Lower Michigan, by Grand Rapids, but we've been out to 
like the Hartford, Connecticut area for like six months. Freaking who's all the over boss, the land? I right now, I've always right now, wanted to live in Connecticut just because of who's the boss. Oh man, don't go there. <laughs> don't go to Connecticut. No, Connecticut. <laughs> it sounds so dreamy yeah. and beautiful, dude. It's so scary. <laughs> I'm so I'm. I just I just got scared thinking about it. Yeah. Didn't didn't you like mention one time on one of your episodes that like like someone got shot near you or something like or was that someone else I was thinking about? There, well, nobody, I don't think anybody actually got shot, but there was a drive-by <laughs> shooting like right outside of our oh, window. Man. Th- Hartford man. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, like two cars crossed paths in the intersection right next to my children's oh. bedroom window, and they were like, they were like, you know, it'd be a great <laughs> idea. If we exchanged, if we exchanged gunfire right Instead now, of, like registration and, and license. my wife was like, what was that noise? Oh, dang. Oh, man. Yeah. I insisted it was fireworks, but like the several police vehicles outside <laughs> in- indicated that no fireworks. Oh, man. So when, present. when my oldest was like three or so, we had a drunk driver in our neighborhood in like a 4th of July and he smashed into a neighbor's fence and then he tried to break into a neighbor's house and I like went over there, called the cops, police showed up and ever since then Amara's like, so glad we don't live in that neighborhood anymore. I'm like, <laughs> oh, so it's bad. the Meridian, Idaho, yeah, like I'd, safest, one of the safest places. Seriously, yeah. That's funny. So I still, I, so Robbie, I, oh, go ahead. I still want to live in Connecticut though. Ever since like, who's the boss? Like, I mean, I'll, I'll take a gunshot here and there as long as, you know, like, <laughs> Tony Danza can be my maid kind of a thing, you know, so it works out. <laughs> I, uh, I, I lived for a summer in Kent, which is near New Milford, which is the, the Western portion of Connecticut. And it was woodsy. Of course. You I did. mean, I'm from the East coast, so there's a lot of trees. From west of it's not like the city of trees, Idaho. Yeah. West of Philadelphia, born oh. and raised. Playgrounds where I spent most of my days. No, there's, there's tons of trees out oh, there. Oh yeah. It's very, I'm sure most of his days. Yeah, <laughs> but like I'm sure the UP has a good amount of trees too. Oh yeah, I mean there's, it's, it's all it's all trees. Yeah. There's a few people, <laughs> but it's all all trees and water. So there's hardly any people. So I it's snow, trees, and water. Totally makes sense. I I really realized recently. Well, that's a weird way of putting it, but I realized recently what Marquette was. Uh, and not like the university, okay. which is apparently in Chicago or something like, or no, Milwaukee or something like Mi- that. Milwaukee, Milwaukee yeah. which is Algonquin for the good land. Ah, yes. is it really? <laughs> well, it's, just, huh. it's from, that's what Alice Cooper said in Wayne's World. So that's what I'm going with. I trust Alice Cooper. He's oh, from the, Arizona, oh. of Phoenix, actually. So He doesn't seem like a sunny state kind of a guy. Yeah, his makeup tells otherwise. Do you have a lot of guys in Arizona wearing makeup like that? No, <laughs> just Alice, just our just, buddy Alice. Just Alice. Um, but um, I, so I'm an actuary and I uh, price, uh, one of the states I price uh, insurance for is Michigan. And we um, we found out what Marquette was because it was kind of the biggest city in the UP, um, but it's still yeah. less than about 1% of the population of of the state, mm, basically. Yeah. 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 Robbie does... Does Cole throw out gigantic words at you, like actuary, and expect you to know what that means sometimes? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pretend like, oh, he's an actuary. So the only reason I know what that is but is in, because on, oh gosh, what's the, mo- the 
the children, the Disney movie with the bunny who wants to be a cop. Oh, Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah. One of, yeah. Hawk. I want to be an actuary is what the tiger says. Yeah, but they completely misrepresented that in that movie. <laughs> like they said something about taxes no, and I'm like, come go, on, that's not what actuaries way do. Way to go, Matt. We got Cole started. Well, so they don't even <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. No. Cole's the only one who knows. Yeah. Who knows <laughs> Cole, just it up. Cole just throws math and you're like, cool, man. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> That's how it He's always like, works, too. Uh, so wait, Robbie. It's actuary not even a real job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I basically just scrape up money off the street and tell my wife I brought home all this money because I'm an actuary. <laughs> and I, um, nice. I just found it under this cocaine or something like that. What? Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're not allowed to say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Robbie, Get what is your entry him. proof today? Uh, or entry buzz. Entry buzz. My entry buzz. Um, because I was... Ooh. I just went for it. I'm having a little bit of Nika straight from the barrel. That's a good because one. Because looks like, looks like a bottle to me. So good. Have you had this, Matt? This Matt's not huge apparently into you know foreign whiskeys as far as I've seen. Are well, you into scotches wow. at all? <laughs> uh, Japanese whiskeys, scotches. The, the, okay, <laughs> I haven't had a lot of scotches that I enjoy, but I've had some. I've had some other things that, that I've enjoyed. I don't mind oh, well, trying okay. stuff. I've heard oh, good things about we'll that send, Nika we'll, stuff. It's we'll have to send you one. We'll get the manliest courier alive, to, the manliest man to come send oh. you one. It is, yeah, yeah, so good. I had um, neat water. It's it's good. Oh you put a little ice on that sucker. Oh, it is like a flavor bomb for sure. It's so good. Cool. What do you what are you drinking? What's your entry buzz tonight? Buffalo Trace, you know, kind of oh, my. Oh, you son of a gun! If it's You're on the shelf, it's in my shelf. So, yeah. <laughs> Cole went straight with what he had for his entry. His what whiskey would you choose? I gotta, answer. You son of a I, gun! I gotta be. I gotta be legit. <laughs> I gotta be a uh, a man of integrity. I guess. Oh man. So yeah. But what were you saying, Matt? You 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 uh, something about scotch or something like that? Oh no! Some somebody was very okay. I recently joined a pretty cool Patreon page. Uh-huh. I became a patron. I became a patron of a podcast I really enjoy. You guys probably have heard of them. But as soon as I hit the button that said become a patron, I got a knock on my door. (laughs) And I was like, who could that possibly be? And it was a gentleman outside and he was like, this is for you. And inside that package was this, this lot 40 cask strength, which I haven't opened yet. But there's also a 21 year old Irish whiskey in there that I really enjoyed a lot, a Mm -hmm. lot. Don't give me that. I don't like stuff That's from true. other country stuff. That's true. Well, you brought up a note when I when you when you kind of responded to that about the red breast, and you said like grapefruit, and I tried it recently. I'm like, yeah. holy cow, that is like you know, like we've talked about mango and like other tropical fruits, mm-hmm. but like grapefruit was a fantastic note. So yeah, I wasn't familiar with that at mm-hmm. all. Though when I tried it, the nose on it was was all, was very familiar. It smelled like a heavy, like a almost a heavy oaked American whiskey. And then the palate and the nose were completely different. Yeah. I was like, oh, "Oh my word!" It was like stepping out into the street and you got hit by chicken cheese. I don't know, like one of those double decker bicycles <laughs> instead of a bus, and you're like, "You're like, what just hit me?" I'm not used to that. Was it a triple decker? I've never or seen a single that decker. Before. No, it was a double decker. 
I was listening to your uh, After- episode on the the barrel. I forget what the Armida or something like that. And you were talking about like the the what do you call it? The skyscraper bicycles. Mm-hmm. I was loving that. Yeah, the, it's a skyscraper bicycle of bourbon. <laughs> like, like I understand. I understand that you can do that, but why? <laughs> like, what? Why did you? Yeah, do that? it sounded like. How do you get down? How do you get down from? Yeah, that? it sounded like a cocktail altogether. Yeah. Smells so That's weird. It's a, goofy, it's a goofy thing. Yeah, that red breast twenty one though is. Oh yeah. If anyone, if you ever see it anywhere, feel like disappoint your wife, disappoint whoever says don't spend that much on a whiskey, and you've got to try mm-hmm. it. It is. Oh yeah. Amazing. Even if it's seventy five bucks at the I've, whiskey bar. Oh man, which is a lot. What's the price for a bottle? I think I saw a bottle of it at, a, at like a local place around here. And, and it was way up it's, top. Uh, like so, was it three hundred yeah, bucks? Is that what it cost? Yeah. Okay, I thought it said two ninety nine ninety nine. I wouldn't be I surprised. Sure. Yeah. Is it hard to find, or is it just? Expensive? It depends on where you are. Um, when I was in Colorado, it was easy to find. When I was in Virginia, it was incredibly hard to find. But then uh, Wisconsin, it was you could find it. But here, Total Wine sells it. It's one of their Spirits Direct ones, so that's why you know. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where you're like, gotcha. one of the only Spirits Direct thing that's actually like good. Um, oh, sorry, Total Wine, if you want to sponsor us in the future. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they they're never trust Spirits Direct unless you they were a really good, high quality, good reputation whiskey before they became Spirits Direct, like Redbreast. Sure. So, yeah. So, um, oh, one thing I wanted to ask Matt before we get into like history and stuff like that of what we're drinking today, how did you even find us? How long have you been a listener? I guess I have been a listener for, geez, at least a couple years. What? Wow. Was it before um, you started up your channel? Oh boy, I think Whoa. so. That's an honor, man. It um, is because I was I was driving a I was driving a mm. bus, the bus, and I was okay. This is very specific. <laughs> Bring it on. I was sitting in the parking lot of the Gwyn Model Towners High School. Totally. Just because I had, that's where the bus, like, that's where the bus route ended. Uh-huh. And I was listening to another podcast and they mentioned. Oh, really? And I think it was, Woman I think AF? it was, this is my bourbon podcast with Perry. I think Perry mentioned. Oh, wow. Once. We got to hit up Perry. And this was uh, like, yeah, so it was at least two years ago, probably more. Maybe not. I don't know. Gee, it was a long time ago, but yeah, I think it was before I had my channel, dude. And I just was like, really, and I started listening, and yeah, it's you guys have come. Like, it's weird how how far it's come and changes and swaps yeah. and just so. But I don't know. It's just, I I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. It's so weird. <laughs> well. You know, you were telling us like you're like nervous or something. I'm like, dude, I'm like super nervous. I'm like, this is freaking Matt Porter, like yeah. of ADHD whiskey. And and listeners, we've we've talked about uh, Matt before. We've talked about ADHD whiskey, ADHD whiskey before. But if you haven't checked out his YouTube channel, it's like it's boring. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. Boring. And you've got oodles of subscribers, oodles. and you've got oodles. Like you're uh, a week ago, you put out a video, and it's got sixteen thousand views already. And I'm like, dang, man, like we could use some of that, you know? <laughs> well, dude, I'm, 
I don't know. It's uh, the way we look at it, the way mm-hmm. I look at it. Rising tide raises all ships. Like you love what yeah. I love. We're the, the entire community is. I don't know. I feel like we're we're extra close, yeah. we're an extra close community. And when I find somebody who I enjoy listening to, I want the people who watch me to listen to you, because I enjoy it. So I know they'll. No, enjoy I appreciate it. it. And we feel the same way. Yeah. We're like, yeah. I was watching some of your videos this whole week, and uh, yeah, it's just I I I think I told you. I think I messaged you one time. I was like, I probably laugh out loud at least five or six times a oh a video you put out. So. Oh, seriously, so listeners. Check them out. Seriously, I was I mentioned Matt before we started recording. I was like, you know, when I watch YouTube, I'm typically watching like Ukrainian doll videos with <laughs> the girls. True. And so like wait, you're watching your Ukrainian girls do what? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh no. Okay. Well He watches no. like uh, yeah. no, I'm not watching anything suspect. Um but so like the past month or so I've, I've been, uh, you know, just watching Matt's videos and ADHD whiskey is freaking hilarious. It is, it's just a good time, man. Like he'll like Matt, you come up with these sayings like, okay. So I feel like you and I are inverses of each other. I am someone who doesn't really know whiskey pretending like I know whiskey and you are someone who knows whiskey, who kind of pretends like he doesn't know whiskey and makes it fun and accessible. You know what I mean? Like Matt just has a way of just putting stuff out there where it's just like, I get it now. I got it. These are, it's, it's like the parables, right? Matt speaks in par- He's the whiskey, <laughs> he whiskey does. Jesus, which I don't know if that's too sacrilegious or not, but whiskey Jesus. he puts things in parables where you're like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's silly. That's silly talk. <laughs> so it's not true. I, I'm just a goofball yeah, who enjoys. We appreciate it. Likes talking talking with people about it. So Matt, here's a here's a random and maybe personal question. Do you actually have ADHD? Because I do, and I was diagnosed as a kid. How how dare <laughs> you get so personal? <laughs> Why would you ever think that you can get that? Personal? I'm so sorry, sir. No, yeah, no, I sir, I definitely, I 100, percent yeah. yeah. I do. Okay, follow Diag- up question. Diagnosed. Matt, do you have whiskey? <laughs> not how how dare you get so personal with me i got both I got he's both. got it all total That's package great. yeah i was i was diagnosed later oh yeah that wasn't diagnosed until until college i wasn't diagnosed until i was like in over everybody's uh-huh. head in student loan debt and had like changed my majors six times <laughs> And then they're they're like, oh well, there's this one thing that you might. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Turns out, been a problem for a long time. <laughs> so are really you are you a big coffee drinker then too? Big caffeinate caffeine kind of person? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, for sure. And how, it doesn't really have the same effect yeah. as it used to. But well, that's one thing. Like, so I teach special ed, and mm-hmm. I work with a lot of like mm-hmm. kids with ADHD, and like us, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> But like I've realized, so like our generation, it kind of it hits. It's like we may be undiagnosed, but we drink a lot, like caffeinate like crazy because it evens us out and we can focus. So anyway, I don't know. Sorry, gosh dang it, I got too little too serious there. Wow, um, way to get too personal. Oh man, wait, way to call me special. I without <laughs> really saying it. I'm including myself in there. I've never had a diagnosis, but I gosh, I That's swear fine. I'm there. Anyway, hey, cool. What are we drinking today? 
So we're drinking a Lot 40 Cast Strength, third edition. And uh, before we get, er, yeah, we're going to go to some history behind that. But before we do that, before we do that, we're going to do a quick break. So here we go. All right, we're back yeah. with Chill Filtered yeah. with ADHD whiskey. That was a much needed break. <laughs> it was. It was very you guys, good. You hit. You hit me with so many hard questions. I feel. That's true. I feel like the, uh, the there was just a tell-all book just written in the first thirty minutes. And and a, to an extent, a violation of your of your you know feelings and stuff and, like that. And HIPAA. Yeah, we didn't. We yeah. didn't make you mm-hmm. sign anything. Yeah, so we're right. okay. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your diagnoses. <laughs> oh, that's Matt. right. Maybe it was. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> Devo's a jerk. All right. No, um, no, we're both jerks. We're both jerks. I like how you said no, yeah, and then you rolled it back like, no, nah, we're both of us. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, totally you, but I mean, sure, me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I did want to give a shout out this week to one of our favorite listeners and one of our most photogenic listeners. Uh, and I did want to give a big shout out to uh, our one of our newest and most photogenic listeners. Oh, such a and beautiful baby. he is by the name of Watson James Toland, mm. uh, who actually apparently heard our voices via podcast on uh, his first day on this earth with his dad, Drew Toland, who hit me up on Monday. What? Uh, and we wanted to give a big congratulatory shout out to him for the birth of his first son, yeah. second kid, first son. So congrats, Drew, to a uh, healthy young boy and uh, and a beautiful photo on Instagram, what's, which I'm not surprised about. What's 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 his what Watson? Watson James. Well, they didn't go with no. Colonel mm-hmm. Turkey Dump. I I told him who is going to name their child Colonel. Turkey he can change Dump. it later. What? This is disappointing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, congratulations, so, though, Drew. That is awesome, man. Yeah. And welcome All right. to the world. So we're drinking Watson. today. Yeah, Watson. He's going to look back on this episode and be like, I'm famous. <laughs> um, that's my kid voice for you. Um, so this is not our first Lot 40 whiskey on the podcast. And in fact, this is not our first Lot 40 cast strength on the We've podcast. We've done it so many times. Episode 47. Yeah. Yeah, we, we get the we get the goodies. And actually, who hooked us up with this one? I, I actually didn't mention this in notes yet, but... Uh, uh, Jason Preston, Preston yeah. hooked us both up with this whiskey, and I'm really excited about it. Well, um, not okay. And we, I know we mentioned it, but he was like, "Hey, I got access to this lot 40. Do you guys want a bottle?" Mm-hmm. We we're both like, "Yes." And then, yeah, when the manliest man ever showed up at our door, yeah. our career with the bot with our bottles, Jason also threw in sample bottles, so we wouldn't have to crack our bottles. Which is Jason mm-hmm. pro move, man. You're the best. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Anyway, so, cycle. Um, no, you're good. Episode 47, if you want to listen to it, almost 100 episodes ago, uh, I surprised Adam with the first edition. Uh, I love that bottle, uh, but there actually are some really big differences in uh, the two editions between the first and the third. Uh, so I want to talk about the history of the distillery a little bit. Uh, what distillery is Lot 40 made in? And it's actually right near the U.S. and Canada border. Uh, super close um, 
to that border. And in fact, it's in the great right right off the border of the great state of uh, Michigan. And that's the uh, Hiram Walker Distillery in Windsor, Ontario, uh, specifically in the Walkerville area oh, of Windsor, Ontario. Ontario. Mm-hmm. And there's actually, we'll talk about that in a second, actually, because it's kind of cool. Um, and it's so close to Detroit that I actually did a Google Street View from Detroit, <laughs> and I could see the distillery from uh, the Detroit side of the Detroit River into Canada. So that was kind of cool. Nice. So it's um, barely Canadian. I wanted to do a little bit of, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's the thing is the Hiram Walker wasn't even Canadian. So this is a special pour in that way. Yeah. Um, so so this guy, Hiram Walker, born in Massachusetts, 1816. Uh, he moved when he was uh, in his early 20s to Detroit. And uh, he became a really well-known businessman there and had a lot of really big successes, but also some failures. In, in his business careers, uh, but he never gave up. And, and one big one of his big successes actually was getting into the vinegar business, which I thought was super cool because like people were like, this was like this was like the hardcore like good vinegar like back in the day. This is the kind you get only at Whole Foods or something Cole, like can that. I, can I like, you for a second? In the vinegar scene. I'm yes, so please. sorry. You're in the middle of your of your history. But I thought that I'm I'm about to get into lot forty cask strength. What I need to do is taste a little bit of rye whiskey first. So I've got uh-huh. this peerless single barrel, and hold Ooh. on a second. United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we that did sounded, it. Because yeah, you, that you, just rolled right off the top. You need a cork so for that. <laughs> okay, so it's just perfectly perfectly matches with the cork and the pour. Yeah. Okay, so. I'm going to use a little language here, and I'm going to earn our E probably for explicit. Nice. When I was in college, I was in a fraternity, and people would say frat, and people would say, we're a fraternity, not a frat. Would you call your country a cunt? So. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. E is earned. Anytime when someone says America, I think, would you call your country a cunt? Don't shorten it. So that's where your problems come from. Yeah, and I should have mentioned it further, but I always think of that. But Matt. You, you, uh, yeah, and then you messaged us, and I felt like a jerk. You're like, it's America because bourbon is America's drink, yeah. and it's this this the taste of America in a bottle. And I get you, but thanks for throwing me a bone, Matt, and saying United States of America. You, so I, I appreciate. I've tried this entire time so hard to just be clean, with, just not say a single bad word, and you come out with that. I am yeah. sorry. That's. Yeah. You might get canceled for that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's my thing too. Well, yours, you don't, you don't use bad language on yours. I don't think so. Well, no, I did. I have heard one thing, one or two things. Now that I think about it, it's son of a bee. Like maybe the S Call word. Everything yeah. a son of a bee. Like everything. Yeah. That's right. Literally that's right. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. but you do it in a way. And a, and a freaking son of a bee, or a friggin' son of a bee. Yeah, I mean, friggin', yeah, just the, just. <laughs> just the way it. that comes out you can't help it, it but, but no it makes whiskey better well know. it's it's your thing man i you told i mean? so i interrupted cole in the middle of his history lesson i'm sorry i You're i allowed. am special ed and i cannot <laughs> sit here he can't help i can't himself. sit here and just listen without interrupting uh-huh. That's you. You do you, and I'll just say the c word over here. Robbie, settle, yeah. settle down, Robbie. 
Tell me what I need to do. <laughs> you know what? Let, drink your peerless. Get back in your chair. We haven't done peerless. That's what we got to do. We got to do some peerless. But uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. By the anyway. way, those bottles are like minimum hundo, though, oh, right? Yeah. So not real. Not usually. The, the prices went down, but at their distillery, prices okay. are high. Oh, weird. Yeah, and I paid a pretty penny for these guys at the distillery. They, they oh, gave me a really sweet like huh. private tour, but then. Then I bought nice. two bottles, and I was oh, like, oh, man. That was good. Because you're big time. You are, like, the world's He's greatest world's top whiskey, whiskey taster. taster. Oh. This was... Bu- <laughs> Come on. It's WTWT. This was two days before I won that competition. I got the tour there. Yeah. Oh, wow. They just they just liked That's me because cool. I reviewed their bourbon, or the other small batch bourbon, and I was, I was looking at it in the glass, and there was, like, some floaties in there, and I was like, look at, look at the particulates in this... I was uh-huh. like, these particulates are particulating. And apparently, <laughs> apparently these pretzels are making yeah, me thirsty. Well, apparently I got, like, oh, it caught on at Peerless. So like I was the particulates guy. So like, <laughs> I'm so glad you said you come back two days later and you're like, I'm a big deal, man. <laughs> like, listen, I'm like, to they, me. So they use my lingo at the distillery. It'll come up later. It'll come yeah, up later. that's great. Oh, too funny. All right, I guess I'll pick back up, but don't don't feel bad either of you. Um, Please do, and Robbie, because I really uh, I'm dying to get into this whiskey call. So look, like, so this Cliff is pretty notes, simple Cliff stuff. Cool. So Hiram Walker got into distilling in the 1850s and basically realized, in terms of making whiskey, across the border had more of an opportunity than Detroit. He he became very rich and was actually a very charitable guy. Uh, I even look up basically like criticisms of this guy Hiram Walker. Um, in terms of like character, like you know, everyone's hated for mm-hmm. some reason. Like Robbie's hated using, for you know using ex- the c word twice, and um, Cole's hated because he's too good yeah. at math. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt's hated because he doesn't the curse at and all. What, what, did, what was his? What was your profession again? You were an anarchist. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much actuary. Uh, it's close. Apple cherry. What? Apple cherry. Well, I, I, I thought of a name today. I was like, actually, he's hairy. So, like, actually hairy. You're kind of a hairy no, guy. That works. I got beard, at least. I don't got anything under this shirt. Well, but anyway. too bad we don't do a YouTube channel. Otherwise, we'd know. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, really charitable guy. No complaints about this guy. Like, no one was like, ah, he's good, but this. Like, he was a very good dude. That seems fishy. Uh, at one point in the 1870s, he donated $5,000 worth of bread to families in Walkerville, Windsor, and Detroit. In today's money, that's $115,000. When you say bread, uh, do you mean was, bread or do you mean or like money? Money bread. Yeah. No, he actually gave bread like to all these families and stuff. Yeah. Well, like, he's like, he's, oh, never mind, so Matt, you're not bread. the whiskey Jesus. Hiram yeah, Walker is the whiskey Jesus. He's giving <laughs> Yeah. He's making whiskey and giving out That's bread. That's a good point. Yeah. And uh, when he, yeah, he was very successful. But even in his will, he donated all of his Detroit property and lands to hospitals and especially children's hospitals. I, and before that, he even donated over $4 million in today's money uh, to the Children's Free Hospital Association. And uh, while he was distilling in the Windsor area, he had a ton of land there. And that's why they actually call the land or in that neighborhood. And it's a big neighborhood. It's called Walkerville because his name's Hiram Walker. Um, I, and I looked into what made him so successful. Like what really kicked off to make him so rich? 
uh, and it was actually the Civil War. Um, it was so close to the border of the U.S. that he ran, or people would smuggle whiskey into the U.S. during that time, and that actually got Hiram Walker a ton of money because he was, you know, where the real whiskey was coming from because a lot of people were fighting or not involved in distilling at the time. And um, anyway, that's Hiram Walker and the Hiram Walker Distillery. And it is now owned by Corby Spirits and Wines. Um, and they have a few, uh, ja- or not Japanese, uh, Canadian whiskey brands. So, But what we're drinking today, um, the Lot 40 Cast Strength, third edition. So uh, to, to remind everyone from episode 47, the first edition of Lot 40 Cast was a 12-year uh, 110 proof and only 4,968 bottles were produced and it was only sold in Canada. The second edition was 116.8 proof and was an 11 year. And now things changed a bit on the third edition. Uh, number one, it removed the age statement. So we don't know how old mm-hmm. this is. Uh, number two, the proof is 114 on the dot, 114.0. And it is uh, partially French oak finished. On this one. <laughs> now, typically, yeah, typically lot 40 cask is aged in new charred oak barrels, um, but apparently 75% of the total barrels that went into this batch um, were double barreled in new charred oak and then French oak. And the rest were just 100% aged in charred oak. That's the biggest difference we're seeing here. And so I'm a little worried about this because you know, some people know my opinion on French oak. It can be too sweet and too floral sometimes. But I have a good feeling about a hundred percent rye. So um, five thousand four hundred sixty total bar- bottles in this release. Hundred um, percent rye mash bill, and we've talked about Canadian whiskey uh, being known for their hundred percent grain mashes, mostly as flavoring whiskeys in order to blend. But some, like Lot Forty, just use hundred percent rye. They don't blend at all. Total wine price. They don't sell it at, in the U.S., so not total wine. But the U.S. dollars, the USD. Uh, retail was between 70 and 75 bucks. Let's do this. That's like 90 loonies or toonies. I don't know. I don't know Canadian money that well. Did, yeah. All right. Cad. Did he, wait, wait. You ready for the cork pop? Yes, yes I am. Oh, oh we got to try that again. <laughs> that I like so made pathetic. it to. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Canada. <laughs> there you go. Nada. God bless Canada. So, Nada. question. Oh, wrong. The, this, uh-huh. the, you said he couldn't find anything negative about him, right? Did uh-huh. he donate $150,000 worth of bread all at once or did he stagger did he stagger the the giveaway? If he donated $150,000 worth of bread at one time, total jerk move. Cuz that goes <laughs> Yeah. It's only good for a week. <laughs> it would all go bad. Like That's what a true. Awesome. Well, I, all I read was loaves, it was like 1870 family. or something like that. It was when he did it. So maybe it was throughout a year. But if he did it all at once and he like made all these bread companies like here, pump out all this bread and then it just goes bad. Yeah, that would be a whole different mm-hmm. thing. And, and, and was the bread like the butts? Like mm. like the sherry butts? Mm. My, my kids won't eat. <laughs> oh, the stumps? The, the stumps. Yeah, my kids won't eat bread butts. <laughs> you don't want your stumps? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get a good nose. Oh, did you guys so did you guys is, swirl it? You, you didn't even get a dizzy. Oh, that's true. Yeah, get a, a a a dizzy whiskey is a good whiskey. Okay, I like. Got to grab it from the bottom, and you got to pretend like it's like it's a child on the tilt a whirl for its first time. 
and you're like, Are, uh-huh. how do you feel? And it's like totally good. Then you're like, well, I should probably spin it faster. And then right when your yeah. whiskey's about to spew, you stop it and you smell it. And you're like, that's a good thing. Maybe we'll try that. For wow, me. that smells weirdly okay. not what I was expecting it to smell like. Me too. It is not rye that, or at least a cast strength rye. Okay. It's not cask. That smells like a toasted barrel bourbon or a young whiskey to me. Mm-hmm. I'm mm. with you. And that's what French oak does, in my opinion. It makes it seem younger. Just, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm going to blame a little bit on the French Just oak. Just like cast the toasted there. barrel. St- so, okay, let's, let's, let's start here. They, they removed yeah. an age statement and then, and then they yeah. rebarreled it in French oak. So are they trying? Are they That's trying true. to cover up a young rye? I, I have a feeling, yeah. Because if it were a ten year, mm. no one would complain. You know what I mean? Like no one. If you if you did a you know lot forty cast strength ten year, everyone would be like, oh, it's you know a year too younger than the last releases. But like ten years is still great for a cast mm. strength rye. I have a feeling they brought it down to at least at the most seven. To be honest, Ooh. I feel like so they'd get away with a little. She, more. I'm on board with the the tilt a whirl swirl. Wow. And so is my keyboard. So you can ask my keyboard because I tilt world swirled a little too much. The worst turtle and got it all over my keyboard. Um, oh, rough. This is this is pretty minty. A lot of mint on this. Getting mint? Okay. I'm not getting mint. Menthol, like a, a men, like a. D- yeah, I get you. More menthol. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm getting. Mm-hmm. So before I did the tilt world swirl, I was getting a lot of uh, just very. Like, there wasn't a lot on it for sure. It didn't smell cast strength. Um, but I was getting a little, like, very slight apple. And I want to say with the last lot 40, we, wasn't it, uh, it was more cinnamony, wasn't it? Oh yeah. yeah. Beautiful notes of candy cinnamon. Or was it? I'm, I'm not getting any I'm of those honest, notes I, I should have gone back and listened because I, I'm kind of confusing this with the Mr. Sam. Mr. Sam was super cinnamon, right? And this was. Mr. Sam was dry. And, and you didn't care for Mr. All you over. didn't care for Mr. Sam, did you? Not my not my favorite kind of whiskey. Okay, I need I need help with a with a note here, and you guys can help me if you could yeah. possibly help me. There is a candy. It's not Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike is fruit. It's purple and mm. white, and it's licorice. It's um good and oh, plenty. Good, good and plenty. Good and plenty. Yeah. Okay, mm. yeah. Okay, I see that. Yeah, I can get behind that. Black licorice is a really good note there. Yeah. And like a can, with, like it's not just a, like chewing on with a, a black candy shell. It's like the candy, candy coating. Oh man, we're on the same page. You're on it. Yeah, yeah that's good. Man, I should be WTWTJR, oh. World's Top Whiskey Taster Junior. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> can we be like? Because I can call what what a candy is. <laughs> can we be the world's greatest whiskey tasters apprentices? Can you dub us That'd that, cool. man? I think that's apprentice Apprentice-y? Apprentice-i. Yeah, I'm not sure what the plural is, but of course. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Nice. I'll, I'll grow up my uh, rat tail braid, and I will be your pad one. <laughs> nice. I thought you were saying that like Matt had a bra- rat tail braid, like, I'm going to be just like you. <laughs> yes, Obi-Wan. I was like, I, don't, I think that's his, his earbud, not his rat tail. <laughs> yes, Obi-Wan. It smells <laughs> like funny. good and plenty. I had to take my other, I had to take um, my other ear, my ear thing out, so I could, so I could yeah, yeah. judge the volume of my voice. Oh, nice. Um, is the whole family this, asleep, Matt? Um, 
at least two thirds of okay, nice or two fourths. Ooh. Have nice. you guys tasted it yet? Or that's one no? half. Uh, just, not yet, I just but did. I, the notes I'm getting on the nose. My last notes before you guys get into it um, is just very floral for for a um, rye, mm-hmm. especially like if, if anything, there is a there is a light floralness and there is a youth to it like I, I really mean that there is something of saying like this isn't super crazy age like the, the, the cool thing children. is it's hotter it's hotter than the 12 year is uh in terms of proof but anyway you guys can go if you were sipping it i wasn't sipping it yet i was waiting for you guys to sip it but in the, in the meantime while you're sipping it i think mm-hmm. that the the secondary the finished barrel is what actually gives us that effect that it's young it's, it's mm-hmm. so it's so I strange agree. how that works and a lot of times it's a lot of times it follows through on the palate of a toasted barrel bourbon mm-hmm. but I, I don't know how it will affect 100 percent rye until right now when i taste it down the hatch yeah so i went i went in for my sip <clears throat> and on the nose it was i got a little appley not really rye but on the on the it's very licorice on this on the palate for sure. Um, yeah, it's but yeah. and on the nose, um, it didn't really it, it didn't feel like a cast strength on the nose until I sipped it, and I'm like, it's definitely cast strength. It's 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 there. Um, super licorice for sure. I, the good and plenty is a perfect note, I think. But there is a little floral there too as well. And is Robbie just? Taking from column A and column B from Matt and Cole, who are much better whiskey tasters than him. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting. It's weird. This it's all to to me. It's almost it's it's muted a little bit. And I agree. I, I'm wondering if water is going to help this. Water actually might help. The, it's it's so. I was expecting so much more out of it. Me too. Yeah. Especially for a cast strength rye. And especially when the first two were like, I mean, I think you, you told us, Matt, that you had the first release or something like that a while ago. I, I can't remember it. I think I had the first release mm-hmm. in a blind or somebody sent me a sample at one point. Uh-huh. But I, I can't yeah. I can't remember it. Man. Yeah. Um, I will say mouthfeel-wise, there's a good heat that lingers like a, you, you'd want from a cast strength for sure. That's it. It's, but it's not. But then it like. Then it like fades into this like, in my opinion, a floral. I like, took I took two back to back sips. I took a sip and I took another mm. one because I was I thought that maybe maybe I wasn't getting quite. I thought the second sip might help, because I was mm-hmm. so, like, maybe my hopes were really high for this, and then. There, connect Canada. Um, <laughs> yeah. It didn't it didn't coat the mouth extremely well. It was kind of there and gone mm. and it wasn't anything spectacular. It was really kind of hmm. What I normally get on a lot of toasted barrel stuff, I get on this. It's kind of str- mm. people call it marshmallows, I don't call it that. I call it like almost like a little cardboardy. That's I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, light and yeah. What the heck? I think they shouldn't have French oaked this. Don't get me wrong; I enjoy this, but I was definitely expecting more. Well, 
Yeah, because this is not what you expect for a from a cast strength. Like I, I, I like the mouthfeel a lot, but it's not what I want from a cast strength. And B, it's not really mm. what I would expect from a rye, to be honest. Yeah. I think there is a little, if if I want to call it complexity, where it's like the first first when you sip it, it's you know not too hot, um, but then it turns into I get a little bit of that candy rye note, but it quickly fades into a little bit of that um, you know like black licorice anise, uh, and then like I I consider it a little floral in the end, similar to like a like a Highland Scotch kind of mixture with the rye, in my opinion. Um, I just wish they hadn't French oaked this. I feel like it would have kept that be- that middle note, that candy rye note that I love so much. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one thing we ran to when we did the, uh, was it, I can't remember what act it was, of the Midwinter's Night Dram where it was like, uh-huh. this is a rye, but it's not what I expect out of a rye. Like, would I grab mm-hmm. a bottle, if it's a rye, if it's a bourbon, if it's an American whiskey, like if it's a scotch, a Japanese whiskey, I, I kind of know what I, what to expect. We got to cut. Uh, we got 30 seconds. Oh. So sorry to cut you off okay. in mid-sentence, but I don't know where Matt is because I didn't press the yep. same button I'll, you did. I'm at 28 minutes, so I'll stop and restart it. Okay. So. But yeah, don't oh, forget that happens. thought, um, Robbie. Yep, I got you. Matt, right. do you record your videos in your We're garage? back, Brittany's. Basement. Basement. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys that. add water to this thing yet or no? All right. It's Matt, you can All right, Robbie. Okay. Yeah, you can you can start where you were around, Robbie. All right, we ready? Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, sh- if you, when you buy a bottle, you know kind of what to expect. And this, like, it, it's not a rye like if you gave this to me i wouldn't think this is a rye because it doesn't have your typical rye notes so yeah it doesn't quite have the 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 cast strength kind of what i would expect from a cask it doesn't quite have what i would expect from a rye so it is a little disappointing and i'll be honest like i wasn't like i i still will i'm gonna save this bottle and for like a special occasion kind of a thing this will be my one of my special occasion bottles because it is a little trickier to get for sure but it's you know it's on the a little more disappointing side for you know what what we're getting into. Yeah, Are you um, guys smelling the water pour yet? It's 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 pure caramel to me. Yeah? Like like really. Caramel-y. I thought it just okay. intensified what was there before, but I I think uh-huh. the nose is better with water for sure, and. I, I added yeah. probably mm. what most would consider to be way too much water. <laughs> uh, on the traditional standard, that'd be way too much. <laughs> yeah, we uh, did you add Kentucky Limestone? Because that's our... I, I used my channel sponsor, Crystal Geyser, Natural Alpine Spring Water. Nice. By... Nice. Frigging Crystal Geyser. It's oh, why don't we do that, Cole? Because we have I, I this freaking limestone this water came from Big Lots no. today. Not a sponsor. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> it's actually Crystal Geyser yeah. Sport. Which no, is it definitely. Buzzwords. 
Nice. Ooh. You don't know. <laughs> Ooh. It's like small batch I'm, or right. made in, in small batches or something. Oh my like gosh. You guys, we haven't talked about Whiskey World News, but you guys are playing into Wait a it. minute. Okay. Ooh. I know what you're going to say, and I'm <laughs> nice. upset already. I shot a, I put out a video oh, really? like two hey. weeks ago that was like, uh-huh. don't buy, like, don't be tricked into buying this stuff because of words. Uh-huh. And then yep. like a week later, there's an mm. article about what does small batch mean? It means nothing. I'm like, I just said that. Man, yeah. shut up. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> you know what? Can you wait? Oh, we work together. Can no, I will be, I'll, I'll settle down. I'll, I'll get furious later. And you bring it up. <laughs> so mad. Um, so actually, I enjoy the 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 palette on the with the water pour a little bit more. I think mm. the, it has made it a little more caramely to me and a little more consistent to me. Oh. Um, I'm not getting that weird drop off into floral land. Um, instead, I'm getting kind of a and I this gives me a lot of hope for the ice pour. Um, so I don't I'm even want to go to ice pour. I just I just sipped with my water, and I'm at a ride. That's where you want to be. So I did mm-hmm. two drops of Cascade Big Lots you have Sports Drink Water. No, mm-hmm. I did my Kentucky Limestone, but it is like just a couple drops of water. Oh my gosh, that's right where I want a ride to be. You made it better. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. you can still taste. And I, and I'm still working on this, but you can still taste <laughs> a little bit of the Frenchiness, I assume. But mm-hmm. it's definitely much more where you expect this to be. Yeah, the water improved it, I believe. It's still not where I thought it was going to be. It's it's mm-hmm. hard, though, because when I'm you release you. a whiskey, like the lot, like the lot 40 cast strength batch one, that gets incredible praise. Pe- people mm-hmm. fell in love with that whiskey. Yeah. It was crazy good. Like, hey, let's continue to make something ridiculously good. Kind of difficult to do. So yeah. it's it's trying to live up to it is you know the its predecessor and it's it's a especially since this one is partially finished it's it's a different beast altogether like it's completely mm-hmm. different and it shouldn't be compared because those ones weren't but we can't help but be like expecting it to be just glorious when it's actually meant to be what it is yeah and I need to forget about what I was expecting and start to appreciate what it is. And that's what I'm doing right now. It's appreciating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, I think the the consistency on the the uh, water pour I never thought I'd say like I'd prefer it to be a little more consistent as opposed to, you know, certain things like, you know, like Japanese whiskey or even Redbreast 21 is a very complex pour. Uh, where you're just hit with note after note after note and like changes as you, you know, sip it. Um, this one had that, but it wasn't, it had had complexity, but it wasn't like super pleasant complexity, especially at the finish. Um, I wouldn't say it was bad. No, none of me is saying this whiskey is bad. Um, it's just not as candy I as I was I didn't find for a cast strength around. I did not find it to be complex whatsoever. <laughs> I thought it was a very mm-hmm. one note whiskey and even with the water it's a little bit better. It's a, it seems to be a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. But it's still that one I get that that good and plenty note and it's it's there. And that's that's kind of mm-hmm. what it is. 
There's no tw- there's mm-hmm. no twists and turns. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no twists and turns for me. There's no I don't I don't I, I want to love it but I can't. Yeah. 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 I'm already formulating my rating already as well. But we'll see if the By ice board changes everything. I used I'm to be a bus driver. Swishy swish. So every time you say bus driver drop a cube, it's like uh-huh. you're talking to me. <laughs> Oh man, I feel I feel that like I'm so much. For you guys. <laughs> Dude, yeah. so, so you are dropping it you know for what? us. Let's just say, Matt Porter, Matt Porter, <laughs> drop, drop that, that cube. cube. No, <laughs> so I drove a I drove a bus for a while, and uh, I hope nobody feels like I'm violating their HIPAA. But it was for development disabled adults, and that was one of the best jobs I ever had. Like it was. Mm-hmm. Living in a Ferrelli Brothers movie every time I listen to those guys talk. It was friggin' awesome. Oh my gosh. But anyway. So no, you drove like a school a, bus, Matt? Public transit for the county. Oh man. Uh, you know. Mark what Market County, County, was County that in Michigan. In? What, what so it's like Yeah. Well, nice. Just, okay. The biggest Another county in Michigan. Another fun factoid about Market biggest County, county is it's a very yeah. large county. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. It almost reaches to the bottom of the Upper Peninsula part. Yeah. Like, at least in terms of high to low. You are a, So, yeah. speaking of Michigan. Cole is probably oh, the best atheist that I know exists. Wait, what's the <laughs> name of your profession again? <laughs> oh, atheist. <laughs> no, you forgot. It's uh, It's architect. Oh, you and you're such a a Mike Brady, Cole. I always knew it. I never realized you were an architect. Uh, the, I also go by um, um, <laughs> Art Vandalet Industries. Oh, yeah. y- you're the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, how many times? <laughs> I'm also into importing, exporting. <laughs> how many times have I wanted to run out of the bathroom with my pants around my ankles, screaming Vandalet Industries? <laughs> Um, and you want to be my latex salesman. But, but to be honest, Cole, like, how are your birds in the aviary industry? Did you guys drop? No, they're good. Did you drop good. a cube yet? Just Only the best birds. I'm about to do it right now. I did. Yeah, I am. You probably heard it. Oh, I dropped Bus the Bus driver heart. dropped that cube. Drop of the cube. So, but speaking about Michigan, I do want to mention. Matt, are you a University of Michigan fan? Or I don't care at all. Okay. Dude, okay. <laughs> you're not into sportsy things? You, you no, 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 listen, when you're from the upper guys. peninsula of Michigan, there's not a lot of sports teams to cheer for. Mm-hmm. Listen, we, we are closer okay. to... Let me think. One. <laughs> two. We're closer to like three NFL teams. Than we are to the NFL team in our mm-hmm. state. The Chicago Bears, uh-huh. the Green Bay Packers, okay. and the Minnesota Vikings are all closer is is like as far as distance goes than the Detroit Lions. Growing up in the UP, it's mm-hmm. like you're either a Green Bay Packer fan or you just don't care, or or you're a Detroit <laughs> Lion fan and you're just so that's that and that's I don't know. That's crazy to me. That's funny, especially the Bears thing. Like, I guess yeah. if you go down like Milwaukee area, you'll you'll reach the Chicago. That's that, funny. That's so like density wise. That's crazy to me because like 
growing up in the Pacific Northwest, like Seattle. And if it's not mm-hmm. Seattle, it's somewhere in Utah or it's San Francisco. But anyway. When I lived in Pennsylvania, if you went to central Pennsylvania, you were probably a Jets fan, not an Eagles or Steelers fan, which is crazy to me. Okay. Oh, ice is adding a little. Okay. <clears throat> ice added a little something to it. Mouthfeel wise, for sure. With ice, yeah. I expected this to be weird with ice, but it's actually very sweet. Uh, very mm-hmm. caramely, but that's about it. It kind of drops off. It's, there. Well, it's got a good mouthfeel. It's got a good, nice warmth to it. It's got. That's weird. Mm. The. Um, yeah, that, that is, it, but that Mike and Ike licorice thing shows up. Mike and Ike floral shows mm-hmm. up big. Yeah, but the mouth feels better, I think. So this whiskey is, hmm, it's hard because everybody enjoys something different, and if you are into what this tastes mm-hmm. like, this is your jam, one hundred percent. Personally, for me. Mm-hmm. This is not the rye I like. I like a sweet candy rye. I like a cinnamon yeah. rye. I'll take a dilly rye. I'll take a dilly rye all day. Mm-hmm. This yeah. black licorice spice forward kind of it doesn't. This one doesn't do much for me, and it's it's unfortunate to say. I was hoping this was going to be tremendous. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Especially with, like, for me, <clears throat> Lot 40 Cast Rank number one, or first edition, was, like, one of my favorite rise of all time. Um, so good. I will... This will be on my shelf, and it'll be good. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. It's, it's let me down a little bit. Um, but, oh. yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm actually Jason Ooh, Preston's yeah. hooking me up with a batch number two, so it, we'll have to figure that one out once it comes. But so yeah, this one, yeah. When I when I, I have, have a, my rating a, in a mind. whiskey, it's like mm-hmm. when would I reach for this instead of something else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of when I yeah, would yeah. grab this instead of a lot of the rye whiskeys. I I but, okay, will it for your rye is one of my favorite rye whiskeys ever. Oh, so good. I can't see so myself good. grabbing mm-hmm. this bottle on any occasion over that. And over that. that one's cheaper. Oh, yeah. It's, yep. it's yeah. available in the United States. <sighs> it's hard. Exactly. It, but, but there are some people who will love this because there's a specific flavor in here that mm-hmm. will get people excited. It's just not me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, and on the same way, I'm, I'm I can enjoy a Sazerac cocktail, but this black licorice taste is mm. not up my alley. Um, you know what I mean? Like with the Sazerac anise taste, it's mm-hmm. like that's enjoyable at that sweet level that a good but rye. That's also and actually, that might be that's easy to find a Sazerac mm-hmm. cocktail. Like that's pretty easy. This but is not. Try to try to. I I hate to say this about a you know, a cash strength rye, but this might make a really good Sazerac. Oh, okay. But like, again, you go to like, how much is that Sazerac going to cost you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've formulated my, 
uh, rating. Robbie, you got yours? I do. You guys do it out of 10, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And then you have to a cool secondary rating where you can be like, great, love it, don't love it, like it, it's great. The Smurfs would not appreciate it, but the Snorks would. People have killed for this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, let's just do the 10 out of 10 rating. So Mm -hmm. cool. What do you got? So I'll go first. Um, I'll get this. uh, I'm trying not to let my, like like you said, Matt, like I'm trying not to let my understanding that this has had at least one great um, edition. And from what I've heard, the second edition might even be better than the first. Um, But this is, I'm trying not to let that like fog my um, rating here or get in the way, but I'm going to give this a 8.0. Didn't break eight. It touched eight, but it didn't break eight. Um, I I th- I think they should have just skipped the the French oak cask on this one. Uh, I do think this would be, you know, um, I'm with you, Matt. Like, do I would I choose this over over Will it four year right? No, Mm-mm. never. Um, but it is good. I don't I don't not like it in any way. But um, but yeah, I uh, I give it an 8.0. I think it's good. It's in no way blowing my mind. Yeah, it's far from blowing my mind. Um, but I did the biggest thing I enjoyed was the on the neat pour. There was a moment where you get a candy rye, um, and then it faded pretty quickly. Okay. So that's what I'll say about that. What do you think, Robbie? You know, I'm a lot lower than you. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. If I take in like it's hard to get cool that plays into it. It's harder to get. Mm-hmm. But if I go for strictly whiskey wise, like it's not what I want from a rye. It's not necessarily what uh-huh. I want from my cast strength. Um it is interesting. It definitely has like a super licorice profile, which for what I hear, like psychopaths prefer. And uh-huh. I like licorice. Yeah, they're into that's that. what I am. I don't know. But um I'm gonna go seven four on it. Like, okay. it's hard to get. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go seven four on it. It's it's good. It's not anything that I would necessarily seek out. So I, and, uh-huh. yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. I don't know, Matt. What do you got? Wait, before Matt, you get to it. Was that what, will I just it, uh, barrel proof? No, I I poured a little bit of Michter's yeah. barrel strength toast toasted barrel finish. This Mictors. is a toaster barrel. That's Mictors. what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the rye, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't love this. I don't love the Mictor's toaster barrel rye. It's just, but I wanted mm. to taste this after I tasted that because I wanted to know what I preferred. Mm. Like what I was about to say yeah, was, yeah. I wouldn't pour, I wouldn't pour the lot forty cask strength over any of the barrel strength ryes that I have. And I was like, which one has been yeah. the most disappointing to me? And it was the Mictors. And mm. I gotta stand by it. Um I reached for the Mictors before the lot forty. It's 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 like mm-hmm. a shoot, like a seven point five, seven seven point seven point two five. It's not it's I'd I'd rather drink a Pikesville, which is more readily available. It's a much lower rye. I get it, mm-hmm. but it's just not. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That's not something that's up my alley. And it's unfortunate. Dang it. Son of a gun. You know what? Yeah. yeah. There's so many. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Is there's so many rise that are. Yeah. It's not quite what you want to have for rye. It's not quite what you want to have a cast yeah. And there's a lot mm-hmm. that you want out of rye. There's a lot that you get from a cast strength. And I give it a, I give it a seven and I stand by yeah, that. It's a seven. For me. It's, it's not. That, it just doesn't uh-huh. do it for me. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. Golly, yeah, this is disappointing. It's one of those whiskeys where mm-hmm. you eat, like, I was so oh, excited to drink this. Me too. That's why I got it for Matt. I was like, this will be a crazy episode. Have you guys like, had the so Alberta insane, Premium Cast you know? Strength Rye yet? Uh, uh, shout out to <laughs> Broes Katosa. He uh, is okay. prepped one for us, so we don't have it yet. So but that's kind of what I was expecting going into this. Us, yeah. Was And the Alberta Me isn't too, sweet yeah. either, but it's not black licorice. Oh, really? I, it's it's different, and that's. I was expecting mm. this to be more like a whistle pig, or more like um, the Alberta Premium Cask mm. Strength. This was different, but not yeah. in a way that I that I loved. Thank thank you guys for sending this. Yeah. This is super weird, cool. Uh, I would never have tasted this without you guys. So thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, it's, and uh, thanks, Jason. Yeah, this is kind of like the whiskey, man. I'm sorry, like you show up to Chuck E. Cheese and you expect the whole ba- the animatronic band to be there, but you know what? Like <laughs> Chucky's not there, right? Like that's what this is. But Chucky himself <laughs> is missing from the lineup so of funny. animatronic puppet things. Oh man! <clears throat> well, so. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's scoot along to one of our favorite segments of the podcast. It's certainly Matt Porter's favorite, and that's time for Whiskey World News. All right, and we're back. See that, Matt? You saw the magic right there. We're back. <laughs> yeah. I always thought of doing like a like a news report sound where it's like da 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 or something like that. that Does like, that sound news reporting? That sounds more like the song that I sing to myself when I take my clothes off at the end of the night, changing my PJs. <laughs> really? But here we go. All right, this is part of the show where we talk about an article and uh, yeah, we read it. We didn't write it. Here we go. And this comes from Inside Hook. We've teased it all night without knowing we're teasing it. It's from, uh, yeah, Inside Hook and written by I Can't See an Author, Kirk Miller. Freaking Kirk. And it's titled, Kirk. Does Small Batch Whiskey Actually Mean Anything? And I, I'll be honest here. We're basically going to give this credit to Matt Porter yeah, for this article. I, you know, like this week I've been watching ADHD Whiskey, ADHD whiskey uh, YouTube, or listening to it rather, because... I have to, the only time I ever get to do anything to myself is when I'm driving. So I was driving between dropping the kids off at school and that sort of thing and listening to him. And this came up and then I saw this article and I was like, oh, hot, <laughs> hot doodles because we don't swear. Um, we got to read this one. <clears throat> Does small batch whiskey actually mean anything? The phrase has no official definition, but it means a lot when it comes to your spirits. Does it mean a lot, no. Matt? <laughs> Welcome to Show Me the Proof, a column where we pose a big question to the booze world and get drinks. Expert are you, 
the finer points, the later summits were asking several leading whiskey distillers what the WTF is small batch whiskey mm-hmm. anyway. Inside hook. <laughs> if you see small batch written on a bottle of whiskey, it means a lot. Well, let's rephrase this. Since small batch doesn't have an official definition, it means a lot of different things. Most of them good. If you see it, uh, it on a bottle from a distillery that you like and trust, it probably skews towards a common definition. The barrel mill gives a good broad explanation here. As they note, small batch is comprised of a select number of barrels that are mixed together to create a desired taste. The chosen barrels are selected purposely so they will complete a combined well together. Small batch whiskey can be comprised of somewhere between 10 to 50 barrels. This is a good basic guide as many distilleries set their own standards. So they say 10 to 50, but then the many distilleries select their own <laughs> standards. Uh, since we're, we first learned about the phrase via Jefferson's Kentucky Distiller, a bottle of dis- that suggests that they're p- operating with very, oh gosh, I drink a little too much entry buzz here. Could get over my nerves from drinking with Matt. <sighs> Who just plunked the cork? Oh, Cole. Not me. Yeah, because you're not reading. <laughs> Since we first learned the phrase via Jefferson's and Disarray Ball, it's just that we're operating a very and ridiculously small batch bourbon. The quotes aren't emphasis or mockery, but because their adjectives actually appear on various Jefferson's expressions. We gave co-founder Troy Ziller a first shot explaining the meaning of the phrase. And he says, To me, small batch... Small batch means tasting and choosing barrels rather than dumping every single one into a blend. As Zeller tells Inside Hook, when you dump all the barrels, you're looking for a consistency, whereas when you choose smaller allotment, you're trying to achieve a specific flavor profile in one of two ways, either by choosing a group of specific barrels with similarly unique flavor profiles or by calling a variety of disposable disparate tasting barrels and then blending them together to achieve the desired result. We decided to open discussion up, but that's where I'm going to stop. Cole, Matt, I'll go to Cole first because I saw Matt and heard Matt kind of pull another bottle from the shelf, but Cole, (laughs) do you have any thoughts on that article there? What does small batch mean to you? America. (laughs) America. Small batch means to me yeah basically i mean it's funny you it mentioned jefferson's and jefferson's Mm -hmm. been known to even put on the label like um i forget what the exact phrasing is um and maybe you mentioned it but it was like small batch very yeah yeah very small batches and like there's no standard for that and so you know i'm sure even a single barrel could be called a small batch Mm -hmm. um because it's small amount you know so i don't know but you'd probably you'd probably rather you know say it's a single barrel in that case but speaking of single barrels i saw some mckenna on there um <clears throat> but uh yeah, but I put it in the same man? glass is a lot 40 and it smells so weird <laughs> just keep still- swishing it oh I, snap. wait lost a lot we're gonna there. finish this episode of chill filtered and it's gonna be slammered filtered you guys are like, I couldn't tell if Robbie was reading yeah, yeah. correctly, if it was just his <laughs> microphone cutting out. I'm like, is Robbie even saying words right now? Sometimes he would say I, a sentence. I'm like, did I hear that right? When, yeah, that's the problem. We get to whiskey. What we, you know, whiskey world news is 
if I fin if I had my uh, entry buzz and the two ounces, yeah, all bets are off. Yeah, sorry, it's okay. Yeah. I'm just I've, got, I've got you on this. If, <laughs> if you get the audio and the audio is just like, it's just like you can't use it. Just cut to me, just complaining so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna yeah, restart my camera. I mean, Hold on. There's no standard. I just, I don't. We're at 27 yeah, 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 minutes, and I don't want you to be in the middle of a thought. Oh yeah, go for it. And no, not like I did to Robbie. Dropping stuff, Borgut. You jerk. We're, okay, while we're paused, the okay, more I drink good. this, the more I, the, the more I don't like it. <laughs> Gosh, disappointing, right? It is. Ugh. But I love Jason Preston. And I know he can handle it. I've told him he some I'm of the stuff he sent. Like the, like the Mr. Sam. Impressed. I hated the Mr. Sam. Okay. Uh, and he loves it. Yeah. Okay. That that's gonna lead into a point from this article. But yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, I think this is um Yeah, with with small batches it's not like I don't know. You can you can call anything a small batch. You can call a two hundred fifty barrel batch a small batch uh, because it's not it's smaller than something else. It's all relative. So I you know it's like I'm actually curious what Matt thinks because especially of his recent video that talked about this. Oh no no! I thought I thought you were taking a breath to speak. More. He's thinking deep no, things. Um, so it okay. Thought, oh, it no, says, no. It says small too. batch. Oh, no sorry. Label. Gosh, cool. And then in the article, it's like, we, we mm. talked to Liberty Blibity, and he said, he said that, that's an uh-huh. uh-huh. He, that's fine. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry about it. I, my house is on fire. My, sorry. He's like, my def, like, what I think of a small batch, it doesn't matter what you think. Anybody can put it on a label. This is what I say. Mm-hmm. Actually put it on the label. Sam Houston, 14-year, Calumet, 14-year, they actually put on the label Mm -hmm. how many barrels were used to create that batch. It's transparency. If you want to gain, if you want to gain the trust Mm -hmm. of a bourbon, like, a normal person walking Mm -hmm. into a store is like, small batch. That seems like it's better than not small batch. So I'll buy it. And obviously it's true. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're making the small batch better than their standard offering. But the most important whiskey that they sell is their standard offering. So it by by the, I can't remember who was quoted in that article, mm. but they said they just dump whatever they want to dump inside, like into their regular whiskey. That's not true. They need to make their regular whiskey their standard offering consistent. So that the the typical customer who buys regular Jack Daniels or regular Jim Beam comes back to a very uh of that product is supposed to be like able to be repeated. Like like that's the most important one. The small batch is supposed to be mm-hmm. better. But like in what way? It's just all silliness. It's buzzwords. It's a, it's an industry, it's an industry of being like trying to, it's a little bit of trickery, like a small batch. What does it mean? Nobody knows. It means nothing. 
Yeah. Unless you tell us how many barrels are in the batch, it means nothing. Mm. So be be transparent or be yeah. buzzwords. So, That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to read a little I, bit yeah. further here, which is kind of like Robbie <clears throat> trickery here, which Ooh. I don't usually do. But this comes from Greg Snyder, Master Sailor at Chicken Cock Whiskey, which mm-hmm. Chicken Cock Whiskey from, is the name of your romantic whiskey. Also, you yeah. add it to the little Or that was of, Fighting Cock. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> but having been, he says, having been in this industry for 43 years, the term small batch has been very loosely used by many companies. For me, a true small batch is related to the number of barrels dumped per batch, not how much was made in a mash tub per batch. It'd be anything from two barrels to 50. So even at that point, he gives kind of a loose term. So I think it just illustrates like it's a loose term, like just come up with a definition. Like if there can be an industry Mm -hmm. industry definition, then it might mean something more. That being said, Four Roses small batch gets me every time. Like that's my kind of go-to like gifting kind of a whiskey. So I don't know. But what if, what if there's single barrel? is worse than their small batch and they're making more money off their single barrel. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, like even EH Taylor, they have their small batch and their single barrel. And, and honestly with that EHT, especially, I don't know which one's better. Oh, I, I, some days it's the small batch. Some days it's the single barrel for me. I love the single barrel Smurfs a lot for roses, small batch. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, like, and that's the thing is, like, you can sell a single barrel for more money than a small batch, but there's no good reason for that. Cool. No, no. Except for that it's potentially more unique. Handled. Um, But that's just a thought. Yeah. That's why. More buzzwords. It's Mm. more buzzwords. Hand selected. I like it when hands are in my whiskey. They're all hand selected. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. Even if, even if a computer. (laughs) They all were touched. Yeah. Somebody told the computer which barrels to pick. Mm-hmm. It's it's not random. It's, exactly. it's silly. It's a silly game. Yeah. It is. I like your use of the word silly. Because actually I adopted silly, oh. the word, use, using it from the Deadlows, actually. Because they would always tell Amara, their, their uh, it's oldest daughter. They'd be like, Amara, you're silly. <laughs> it's silly. And she'd be like, no, I not. I remember that when she was you a kid. Do. She'd be like, no, I not, silly. Gosh. Yeah. And it was now. a great time. <laughs> oh, and, full on now teenager. she's got an attitude. Full yeah. on teenager. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, right. uh, what do you say? Uh, it's time for, or what? Uh, any thoughts for you, Robbie? Besides what you were talking about? My only thought is it's time for we already whiskey. we already did that. No, what it's would not. You choose. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what whiskey would you choose? <laughs> Man, maybe I shouldn't have taken such a big entry buzz. All right, so it's time for what whiskey? Here, you I'll. Uh, yeah. Do you have the results from last week? No, I don't. I got it. Perfect. Cool. I got this. This is my turn. And you can present the next What Whiskey Would You Choose. Okay, sounds good. All right. Here we go. So last week on What Whiskey Would You Choose, we asked, give me a second, uh, on the whiskey webs, um, (laughs) what is your entry buzz whiskey? Um, And Robbie said, 
uh, old time or early times bottled and bond. And I said Buffalo Trace. And actually, there was a good amount of people that voted this week. Um, but with a um, what I got to do the math because we haven't well, fully run. Why did you do the math? So, I want to say um, uh-huh. Matt on his channel did. A five whiskeys mm-hmm. you need to have on your shelf at all times, but remix. <laughs> yep, but uh, and uh, uh, the old uh, spin J, <laughs> a little spin J on that, it. Right. But that was his number one. It was like, what's your entry buzz? What's going to get the the, mm-hmm. the night started? What are you What are you heading towards first before you get to the other stuff? Kind of thing. So I chose mm-hmm. uh, early times bottle and bond. Cole, you went with uh, Buffalo Trace Buffalo standard. Trace. Mm. And so with 40% was early times bottled and bond, and with 60% was Buffalo Trace. I keep getting this I voted for early times. But we did have a good amount of write-ins. Thanks, Matt. Oh, nice. You lose, Cole. Um, You just lost. And this random dude called um, A A D. I, I wrote H I S K E Y. Yeah, friggin' obtaining bros is what you said. Uh, comma bros. Uh, I like that. And now that I need yes, to get my hands on a bottle I'll send you of this obtaining light whiskey or whatever. Um, oh, please do. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, sold. Uh, Marco and Casey uh, said Wild Turkey 101 or Evan Williams Bottled and Bond. Good starter whiskey. Really? <laughs> oh, Adam's the best. Freaking Dramhound, a, a big fan of both Dramhound, of I love you. Is, uh, Dramhound. Oh, seriously. You know Dramhound. Dramhound. He's out in Boston, right? Yeah. By the way. Yeah, we love Dramhound. He could play center. Is he really? Are you serious? alien Olympic basketball team. Football. Center and football, cool. Totally, totally, totally. Cool, so sportsy. I love sports. Um, but you're good. So Dramhound, the awesome man that he is, and it's funny we've never. So I know fun. his name's Adam, but I don't ever think I've said that on the podcast. So um, that's crazy, Dramhound. Send us a picture of yourself standing um, next to a standing next roll of Jack. quarters. Standing next I don't to know. What do you standardize <laughs> <laughs> to uh, Michter's? Yeah, there you go. Uh, he said, do I have to pick one? I've been trying to empty a few open bottles in prep to, of a move. So hopefully he's moving out to Arizona or potentially Idaho or potentially the Lower Peninsula. Uh, so we can all hang out with them. Uh, Mini Cooper Fat Stupid. Boy, Jerome Edwards, uh, said Old Forester 86. Solid. And Joel and M09, Joel Bradbury says, um, anything on the shelf <laughs> under $100, just grab it and pour four fingers. Dang, Love that. That's a lot of fingers. Yeah. Joel Bradbury goes nuts. That's a lot of fingers. <laughs> a lot of fingers. Especially if this it's light whiskey is like $59. So. Yeah. yeah. So, four fingers um, will get you. <laughs> <laughs> what? That'll light you right out of town. Um, so yeah, that was the, uh, that was the write-ins from last week. So this week, um, I'll, I guess I can present, or no, no, you presented. I told you you can <laughs> yeah, present it. Robbie. I'm so good at presenting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I love presenting. I tell you what. So this week, we're, what whiskey would you choose is, you know what? It, two weeks ago, by the time this episode comes out, it's Easter yesterday. By the time Easter's. this episode comes out, what is your mm-hmm. spring whiskey? You know, I gotta be honest. The winter to me is a lot more rye 
Spring's a little bit different, but what whiskey are you drinking at this season? You know, spring has sprung. Um, spring break has broke. What are you drinking right about now? Matt Cole, either of you jump in. What is your spring whiskey? I think I got this one Okay. First. So there's a big difference between a winter whiskey and a summer whiskey. A winter whiskey, I'd, I'd want something that's super warm, super just well body or good bodied or whatever the word I'm looking for is. Like a lot of, lot of deep sugary flavors to me. Now, on the other hand, I would still want something sweet. And you know I like sweet whiskeys. But um, on the other hand, in the summer, I might want an Irish whiskey, something like Redbreast 12 cast strength or something like that. But that's not the question. The question is between those two. And one comes to mind, actually. Is and we had this uh, a good few episodes ago, but uh, Michter's toasted bourbon, not the rye. Michter's toasted bourbon, I think, is like just the perfect um, lightness to a whiskey, but also so much going on, especially the 2014 release. Um, I don't think I've ever had the 2019 or whatever release they did recently, but the 2014 was just like, oh, it's just so everything you want in a good bourbon and i've said that before but um i feel like it's it's light enough but still got so much going on okay. that it's like springy you know so all right. yeah all right robin Matt, you are, are you totally slamming i'm still figuring um, this out so we're coming out of this <laughs> we're coming out of this winter and the winter is so cold and so not good and you're like i'm so sick and tired of drinking these cask strength rye whiskeys that I need to discover a new whiskey mm-hmm. for me for the spring. And you're like, what whiskey could I discover that would be the best whiskey to the springtime leading into the hot months of summer? And I believe that Bardstown Bourbon Company has a discovery series, which is delicious and wonderful and almost mm-hmm. cask strength. Is it expensive? Oh, yeah. Is it delicious? Oh, heck yeah. It's one of the best whiskeys that's going to hit your palate that you can possibly find on your shelf. (laughs) By the way, I must, at this point, admit that they have sent me bottles. (laughs) That you helped pick it. It's sponsored, blah, 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 blah. But, (laughs) but... Have very they, NPR they of you sent to me a contract. Your sponsor. They said that I yeah, must yeah. mention this. <laughs> they did. But. <laughs> really? But, listen. That's awesome. This is totally honest, though. If, if this was not the whiskey you should pick up in the spring, I would not say it. I would have picked something else. They, listen, they're not paying me anything. They sent me a couple bottles, mm-hmm. whatever. We have a good relationship, whatever. But the Discovery Series bourbons from Bardstown Bourbon Company are amazing. And they're a great transition from a cold month into like summer. It's a whiskey that if you see it on the shelf, you should pick it up. It's it's glorious. It's a glorious, wonderful, magnificent, super sippable, super lovable, hot, sexy, curvy, just borderline bodacious bourbon. That mm. you should probably just try. Have you guys had the Discovery series yet? Have you had mm. it? Okay, get 
Raise your hand if you Not want yet. some. No. I've had zero bars. Boom down. and boom. Guess what? You're getting some. <laughs> and you're and you're mm. getting out. Did you guys hear a knock on your door yet? Some a bitch. <laughs> he shouldn't be there yet. Is that the male be masculine soon. courier? That guy. Okay. Wait. Nice. Who, who's on my couch? I always love having cocktails with jerk? my wife right now. He showed up. What? <laughs> oh man. He's got his problems. Oh. So I will say I've seen a lot of Bardstown stuff come up like on just some of like the the Facebook groups and and bourbon things I'm like I follow. Are you serious? Mm. Wait, wait. Well, he's got, wait, he's Robbie, got connection. Saying, I, am I serious? I know, I know he's a bigger Matt's a bigger deal than us. With what? Like there's something on the way. Okay, so when I won the world top whiskey taster, that was at Bardstown Bourbon Company. So they gave me that that award. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I earned it, right? But the world gave you that award, Matt. So we are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's like, I'm like I'm an ambassador now, like according to their according to their paperwork, because they send me bottles. So I have to say nice. I'm an ambassador. And if you watch mm-hmm. their, if you if you're in their market. You will mm-hmm. see advertisements with me, my face on their advertisements, being like, being like, be like, yum! Discovery series, really? So good. That's awesome, and I mean it. You did? Did you see one? That's, okay, I saw something like that recently. Where it was like you said, like holy oh. smokes or something like that, and they're Go like, right said was, the world's top whiskey taster, which I'm like, I know that guy, <laughs> which is hilarious because of. Of oh, all that's the right, things right, yeah, yeah. a professional oh, taster would that. say about uh-huh. anything, everyone's like, "This, this complex whiskey mm. is a, it's in a territory of its own with complex and, and all it says is Bardstown just <laughs> well, not only says, that, but it says good gravy. All of the, they go with good gravy. All of the unprofessional things you say about whiskeys. <laughs> That's yeah. the most professional thing you sometimes say about whiskeys. <laughs> it's good gravy, right? But I feel like it gives so you. Fun. It, it so definitely defines something you would say. You know, yeah. All right, that's good. Well, my springtime whiskey. <laughs> nice. Is I love Bardstown that. Discovery Series. Oh. <laughs> I must say that I am uh, sponsored by them. Uh, no, okay. no, to be honest, if uh, springtime, I kind of go a little more florally, a little lighter, and. Coming off of March, for some reason, uh, Telemore Dew standard sticks with me. So that's kind of mine. But yeah, you could even add ice. Son of a gun. I'm excited for that Bardstown Discovery series. Freaking son of a gun. Oh my gosh. I hope it gets here soon. I really do. Well, I hope. Wait, no, no. We got to pick up what we're drinking next time. I hope we can do that, Cole. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> Let me look at my list real quick. Oh, give man. Me, give me a second. And Matt, if you have any of these, you're more than welcome to join us anytime. That was Here, was how fun. about we give Matt four options and he has to pick two? Okay. What are you going to pick? You All pick right. first, Cole. Here's one. Henry McKenna. We haven't done that yet, and we both have a bottle. Okay. Of course, they're single barrels, so it'll be slightly different. All right. Well, since we talked about Jefferson's, I'm going to go Jefferson's. Uh, what is this Ooh. one? Ocean cast. Yeah, ocean. Yeah. Or cast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Henry Kenda Oceans. Um, Jefferson Oceans. And then I'm going to say mm-hmm. after that, 
um, Kings County Bottled and Bond. Uh, specific, not Kings, no, no, I'm taking that back. King of Kentucky, uh, specifically the... Um, well, wait a second. Oh, I don't know what release it is, Do but it's like 116 or something like that. Oh, No, I have a friend gosh. that has a bottle and he gave Dude. us a sample. Yeah. Okay, you must review that immediately. Yeah. That's the... That's okay, the cool. King of Kentucky is the best whiskey oh, ever no, tasted. I've, Okay. Yeah. Really? Okay, dang. Okay. okay. So well, that'll be one of the two, I guess. It? And what are we going to put up against that then? And then I guess the other one I'll just put up right now is I've got like a the... bottle of uh, early time standard. Boom. What are we going to put? Wait, early time standard versus wait, what, Matt? King no, of Kentucky? Crazy. You say King well, Matt's, of Kentucky Matt's saying we got to do the King of Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. All right, yeah. King, okay. No, no, King. There, there's nothing you can put up against King of Kentucky. <laughs> so let's okay. Let's, so we're doing it. Let's put. Well, no, we got to put something up. You be true to the brand. <laughs> we'll just let it lose. It's going to be uh, early times. Cool. Super good job. Uh, standard, because that's crap. Mm-hmm. And then. And everybody will pick <laughs> Robbie. King Robbie, Kentucky. what is on your ceiling that yeah. looks like a light and awesome. a fan, but neither? What is it? I installed that. I helped install that. <laughs> it is the weirdest. It's a weird. That's so stupid. Ever. Why would you have that? Had to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> My wife picked it. I guess. And gosh, I challenge you to fisticuffs now. Apparently. <laughs> That part lights up. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I hope, Robbie, that you get a better... Light fixture. Light on the wall (laughs) or on the ceiling. And Matt, I hope... What do you hope, Robbie? Matt, I hope you can join us sometime, man. Again, like this was a lot of fun. It felt like it just felt natural. Like we had like another friend in the room with us, man. So I hope you can join us. And I hope that our love of whiskey... Finish it. <laughs> I lifted that finished your... or loves yours or <laughs> lifted yours. Loves yours. I hope our love of whiskey right. lifted yours, folks. And I hope that wait, no. let me let me finish let me knock let me knock her out of the park. That's good for and me. I, and I hope that <laughs> our love of whiskey Nail it. lifted yours. Nail it.